The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's bad enough that the Ravens kicked the Jags' ass last night. 23-7 to in, as they like to say, Duval County. As if that matters. But... Trevor Lawrence was placed in concussion protocol after that game last night. Doug Peterson said he was hurt on one of his three scrambles on their final possession. They didn't know which one. Now, all of a sudden, his status for Sunday's game, which is huge, at Tampa against the Bucs and Baker Mayfield, is in doubt. The Jags, Texans, and Colts are all tied atop the AFC South. They all have eight and six marks. You know the story. He started every game since he was drafted first in 2021. That's 48 straight starts. C.J. Beathard would go if he can't go against the Bucks. Their third quarterback, Nathan Rourke, they cut him over the weekend. Now they're going to have to re-sign him. Lawrence was 25 of 43 for 264 yards and a touchdown against the Ravens. But he lost two fumbles. And that turned into 10 points for Baltimore. He also uh, had time at the end of the first half when they had the ball inside the Baltimore five, but he ran out of time and couldn't get it done. And it was pathetic and ugly that they got no points out of that. They botched that drive. They got down to the five on his 36-yard completion to Zay Jones. Peterson said the offense was supposed to run a play instead of spiking the ball to stop the clock. The Jags snapped the ball with 11 seconds left, and he threw a quick pass to Washington near the numbers. But the Ravens' safety, Marcus Williams, tackled him inbounds, and the clock ran out before the Jags could get lined up and snap the ball and get a playoff. And Peterson said, you know, we're going to stay aggressive. We've scored before in those situations. It was just a mistake. By Trevor, obviously knowing the situation, knowing how much time is left right there, it's a great learning experience for us from the standpoint of don't throw it inbounds to be tackled in that situation. We'll learn from it, get another great opportunity, uh, and get in the end zone the next time. That's a really buttery, you know, holiday season type BS answer that he gave for why Lawrence F that play up. And they didn't get a playoff, and they got nothing out of it. So, 
had they got a field goal, they would have trailed 10-3 at the half. Instead, they were down 10-zip. They were the first team in the last two years to get shut out in a first half despite four drives inside the opponent's 40. It was a bad first half for the Jags. Kicker Brandon McManus had a 50-yarder hit the right upright, doink, and then a 55-yarder went shankopotamus left and missed. Lawrence's first fumble came when he dropped the ball on a scramble at the Baltimore 20, and they were going in. The Ravens turned that into their only touchdown of the half. Lawrence lost his second fumble in the third quarter when he was sacked by the Ravens at the Jags 19. Four plays later, Tucker kicked a 34-yarder to put the Ravens ahead 23-7, and that's how it ended. So the Ravens clinched a playoff spot. I thought that uh, touchdown pass to Isaiah Likely, uh, who got around two defenders to bring the ball down and secure that win for the Ravens, was really their big play. Jackson said, I just had to make a play, make something happen. I just made it happen. Gus Edwards scored two plays later to put the Ravens up 17-7. It was... Uh, plenty against the Jags who had so many mistakes. Baltimore won their fourth in a row and moved a step closer to being the number one seed in the AFC and have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. The Jags, meanwhile, lost their third straight all against AFC North teams and fell into the tie with Houston and Indy, as I mentioned, atop of their division. Peterson said it best. He said, it's a head scratcher. It's frustrating. We can't get out of our own way. And that's what's frustrating. Baltimore's now won eight of their last nine games. They may have lost their running back. The rookie Mitchell suffered a season-ending left knee uh, injury early in the fourth quarter. He flashed the thumbs-up sign as he left the sideline on a cart. Harbaugh said it's heartbreaking. He's just got a great attitude and demeanor about him. They also lost Ronnie Staley, their left tackle, a concussion, and free safety Marcus Williams, a groin injury. He made that tackle down by the goal line and got injured on that play. Lamar threw for 171 yards, 70 of those to likely. He ran for another 97. Edwards had 58 on the ground. Mitchell, 73 before he got injured. Trevor threw for 264. He had a nice 65-yard TD to Jamal Agnew that brought the crowd to their feet and got them lit and got everybody excited. But the Ravens just kept answering. Jags wide receiver Zay Jones, who just came back from a knee injury, strained his hamstring in the fourth quarter. So what's next for Baltimore? They play at San Francisco on Christmas Day, a primetime matchup between division leaders out west. Jacksonville, as I mentioned, play at Tampa on the 24th Christmas Eve, and both of these teams are division leaders even though the Jags share that space in the South. 
On another note, I thought the Bills looked fantastic and kicking the Cowboys' ass 31-10 to in Orchard Park on Sunday. Late afternoon, that game was a 425 start. Josh Allen barely had to do anything because all he did was watch James Cook go off in this game. Allen only threw for 94 yards. He said, I felt like the kid that didn't do anything in a class project but still got an A. But I'll do it 10 times out of 10 times, man. Like, let's keep going here. So, you know, it was the big matchup between Allen, who had 35 total touchdowns against Dak, who was first in passing TDs with 28. But it was all bills all night. Cook finished with 179 yards rushing and 221 yards from scrimmage. Both career highs. He scored on an 18-yard catch and a 24-yard run as the Cowboys' five-game winning streak ended in the below. Cook said, I just let it rip when I get my opportunity. My O-line, they were opening it up. I was hitting it. Finding the rhythm. So meanwhile, the Bills, they're now 8-6. and six. They won consecutive games for the first time since the three-game win streak ended on October 1st. And they gained ground in the playoff race, moving a game ahead of Denver and Pittsburgh. The Cowboys clinched their third straight playoff berth before the game kicked off thanks to losses by Green Bay and Atlanta on Sunday and Detroit beating Denver on Saturday. But they fell a game behind San Francisco when it comes to being the best in the NFC. Buffalo rushed for 266 yards. They had the ball for 10 minutes more than Dallas and had 28 first downs. Meanwhile, the Cowboys had 14. The NFL's top scoring offense had a field goal through the first hour. Dallas, of course, 7-0 at home where it's outscored teams 279 to 108, but they're 3-4 on the road and... They've been outscored on the road, 156 to 152. Mike McCarthy said, it's a gap. That's part of my message. We play so well at home, and there's just too big of a gap in our road games. We're conscious of it. We have a long flight home to talk about it and to think about it. They were coming off a big blowout win over Philly, 33-13. And unfortunately for them, they played two of their last three on the road. The Bills just ran the ball in the rain all day. And they stopped the Dallas offense. They finished with a season low, 195 yards. Dak said they got up on us and continued to control the ball, control the possession, kill the clock, and we didn't convert on third downs, which is something we've been great at all year. That's been our way of winning games, so they beat us in the formula. The Bills didn't have two regulars, Epinesa and Hyde, but they had three sacks, and they limited Prescott to 21 of 34 for 134 and a pick. That great Cowboys O that scored 40 or more points five times this year, 
Well, they punted five times in Buffalo, and they had eight first downs, and they just didn't have anything going. It was over when the Bills took the opening drive out of the third quarter, eight up over eight minutes, and they got a, a Tyler Bass 23-yard field goal, and they were up 24-3, to and it was good night, Irene. The Bills want their fifth straight playoff berth, and they want to stay in contention for the AFC's title. They play at the Chargers on Saturday night in L.A. The Cowboys are at Miami next Sunday. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.